Hey, Jason, how's it going, man? Welcome back. Thanks, Adam. Good to see you again. So you guys had a pretty exciting couple weeks here by the by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah, eventful. Eventful start to the new year. Yes. Yeah, and actually there's more stuff coming that, of course, you know, the one stuff, which we're kind of is a little bit on the back burner for a minute because we had to deal with this Apple mm-hmm. stuff, but uh, it's going to be a fun, fun January, let's yeah, say. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, so you guys just released um, the Hay calendar, which I know you've been teasing for, for quite a while at this point. So it's pretty awesome to sort of see it finally come out and be able to like see everything um, that went into it. You did a, you, you guys have released a couple different videos sort of walking through different stuff. I saw you did a, a pretty long one kind of right near when you first I think maybe shortly before it came out, we kind of walked through all of the um, all the different stuff that you've added to it. Um, I don't want to spend too much time digging into like all the different features and stuff that you've included because I think people can go online and find that stuff. And I, th- I think there's a lot of interesting stuff we could talk about into sort of what went into it. Um, mm-hmm. But I would be curious just to hear, you know, your sort of pitch for for why you built this thing in the first place. Yeah, well, we we always build things that we we want. So um, now we don't really use calendars uh, at a corporate level internally. So nobody at Thirty Seven Signals has a shared calendar that anybody else can see. Um, we do use Basecamp scheduling for stuff that's uh, all hands and some team group stuff. But for the most part, everyone's on their yeah. own. Um, and so people have been using, you know, Google Calendar, or I've been using Fantastical for a number of years, which is just basically a sort of a client on top of um, iCloud's uh, calendar. Wonderful product, really good. We just had some new ideas, uh, and uh, just like when we did Hey for email, we had some new ideas. You know, we were all using Gmail or whatever, and at some point, like enough st- stuff uh, irritates you that you're like, we should do something about this. And um, also, it's been the number one request from our customers, our Hey customers, that, you know, email and calendar is sort of the same thing. Of course, they're quite different sure. things in a sense, but they go together in a way that people want both. Yeah. So it was a combination of, of, of people asking and us being annoyed and irritating or irritated and having some new ideas, some, some stuff. I'm always surprised by the fact that... Um, my my family paper calendar that we have like on the side of our uh, yeah. kitchen island is like better than any digital calendar on a number of fronts. It's not better in other ways, but in some way, some obvious ways. But it's way better in a lot of ways that are really realistic. And I was like, why aren't digital calendars like this? So it's all that stuff. I yeah. Would say. Is there any um, standout thing that you feel like that it was worth building this thing just for this one feature? Mm, no, it's not really a feature. It's more of a, um, a feeling. Mm-hmm. So the feeling of the product to me is uh, always the thing I'm looking for in the end. It's not one thing or the other thing. And there's a bunch of stuff it doesn't do that I wish it did. Uh, we'll get to it eventually. Yeah. But what we're looking for is this um, this feeling that, that emerges. Like, yeah, this feels different. This feels right. This feels more natural. This feels like a completed idea. And uh, we got there with this. And so that's why what we have out is, is that initial 1.0 feeling yeah. uh, of, of product. But there's a bunch of little things that, that we really enjoyed doing that were um, things that we hadn't anticipated doing. Like, for example, when events overlap, like sometimes you have events that overlap by 15 minutes or a half hour or something, and you can do both or whatever. We have this really cool thing where the events sort of stack up and you hit them and they sort of fan out. And it's just fun little thing. And that's... 
That's always the stuff that when we get into that, that I really enjoy doing the most are, are finding these kind of novel solutions for these sort of boring problems. Mm -hmm. You know, how can we bring a little bit of delight to this? So the product's filled with that stuff and that makes it especially fun yeah, to build. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think like what I'd love to talk to you about the most is just how this whole thing came together because I was kind of going back and forth with you a bit over email about this, which sort of led to this, but I feel like you guys have put out a ton of information about how you sort of run projects at Basecamp, like Shape Up, of course, there's yep. a whole book, you know, and you guys have talked about it for years before then, you've run workshops on how you do it and stuff like that. But I, I kind of feel like, at least from my perspective, how you guys approach new product development is a, is a bit more of a secret, whether and I don't think that's intentional. I just I just don't think that information has necessarily come out sort of the same way. And what kind of led me to yeah. talk to want to talk to you about it is we were working on a project last year that we knew going into it was like a really big project. But I I did my best to figure out what's like a six week or eight week version of this. So we can just get something out the door and get a get a win so it doesn't drag on forever. But end of the cycle came and it wasn't in a spot where we felt like we could release anything to customers. So we gave it another cycle, still wasn't in a spot where we could give it to customers. We gave it another cycle. And I've sort of like learned to feel bad about that and sort of like the product project management world. But then I see you guys do something like the Hey Calendar and you spend a year on it before it comes out the door. And I, and I think you'd probably agree there was not really a six week version of this yeah, thing, yeah. you know? New products don't get six weeks. Yeah. Uh, new products get uh, as many cycles as it takes to get the new product out. Of course, there's some... Uh, I was actually just going while you were talking. I just want quickly to check out... Um, and I could even share my screen in a minute and share, show you some of the stuff in, in Basecamp. But um, in October... Let's see. We set this launch date in uh, October, November. So in October, November, we decided like, look, this is going to launch on January 2nd. Okay. That's that. Yeah. So we'd started working on it. I'm looking back now. We started working on the calendar uh, in early January of this of 2023. Okay. And we sort of got somewhere with it and we were working on it. And then around October or so, we decided, you know what? This has to ship on January 2nd. We've got a new year coming. What, a, what better time to launch a sure. new calendar than yeah. essentially on the first business day of the new mm -hmm. year? And so up until that point, though, it was sort of like, cycle after cycle after cycle after cycle and then you're like okay we only have a few months to go yeah. um and we stuck to that now the apple thing threw us a little bit because we couldn't release it to everybody uh, on the second um but uh, we just yeah. did that today in fact um but you know today's the 10th um so yeah you you go for a while but then you also still can't you can't just i mean you can just keep going but then you're in trouble mm -hmm. yeah, at some point. You've got to draw the line. And and that, that's the hardest thing to do is to draw the line is to say, I know there's a million things that this thing should do or could do where we want it to do. Um, but uh, we've got to get this out there. Otherwise, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. Like as of now, it does nothing until it's out in in, in the market. So um, and we can talk a little bit about how we how we came yeah. to that. Um, yeah. There's a lot of internal doubt sure. about it. Like, can we pull it off? All that stuff. You know, we can get into the weeds if you want. Yeah. I'll, I'll say like from, from my perspective, it feels like, it feels like a more complete product than I would necessarily like expect someone to wait to get to, to launch, if that makes sense. Like there's features in there that definitely feel like they wouldn't have needed to be there for V1. Like the habit tracking kind of caught me by surprise personally. I kind of don't see that as like a, 
this is like a mandatory feature a calendar has to have it to get it out the door type of thing maybe you sort of have a different opinion on it because you kind of feel like this was like something i really wanted to get in here that was going to make it more useful to me than than something else but but as a whole i kind of it doesn't feel like you released it as early as like you could have you know what i mean um we couldn't have released it much earlier. Uh, it really was like sound of the wire. But I think the the point you're bringing up is interesting, which is um, there, there's this commonly held notion that there's table stakes. Essentially, like you're, you're going to release a calendar. So a calendar needs to do all the things that other calendars do. So why would you do things like habits if it doesn't have uh, meeting scheduling or something or, or you know, whatever? And, and you know, when we ever, whenever we launch a 1.0 of anything, um, we're always focused on novelty. What are the differentiations or what, what differentiates this product from other products? Because if we're just going to spend a year to put out Google Calendar, we don't need yeah. to exist. So we always tend to find a handful of real novelties, things that we think are really good, but that almost don't make sense to your point. Like, why would you put that in this thing? You don't need that. We feel like we do need it for differentiation and to sort of um, snap people into a different orbit in terms of their thinking about what this is. This is a fresh take on something that you're used to already. Uh, it can't just be like a slightly prettier, some people would say slightly uglier, whatever version of something you already have. So that plays a big part, a big role in the features that we add, like habit tracking, naming days, which has never been done on a calendar. Like we didn't need mm-hmm. to do that. But like the habit thing, we did it in six weeks. Sure. So that's a good example. Habits were done in six weeks. Um, time tracking was done in six weeks. You know, time tracking is another thing. Like you don't need time tracking in a calendar. Well, once you add time tracking and habits and and adding pictures to days and, you know, you add these things up, you're like, this is a different idea here. And that's what grabs people's attention and, and you know, ignites their imagination. Goes, there's, there's something here. I should check this out. This sounds interesting. Yeah. And then you go... Why doesn't my existing calendar do this stuff? Yeah. And that's the thought we want to implant in people's heads. Yeah. And you can't do it by just doing what everyone else mm-hmm. has done. Yeah, makes sense. So, but but tell me, let me actually add one more thing. There is no correct combination of uh-huh. features. So I, we could debate, and I would even agree, like, well, could have left habits out and done something else. And we could have done some. The point is, is that we chose what we were going to do when we did those things in this period of time. Was it the right choice? There is no right choice. Um, there is just a series of choices. And uh, we and then we decided to launch. Yeah. So that was that. And uh, we know we can always add more things later. How obvious was it to you, like, from the very beginning that, like, Hey Calendar is a product and not a feature of Hey? You know what I mean? Mm. Well, so this is, a good, this is a good thing to talk about, actually, because um, initially it was going to be a separate product. We were, so, hey, email is 99 bucks a year. And we were going to say, hey, calendar is 99 bucks mm-hmm. a year. But if you want to use both, it's just 100 bucks a year for both. That was the original idea. That's it was fun. like an extra I dollar like and yeah. you get a calendar, <laughs> right? But it's like, it's novel, it's fun, whatever, but it's actually quite a bit more complicated. And we initially started this project out with two separate code bases. So, hey, for email, and then hey, calendar was a separate code base, separate product. And we got into this, and then we met up. Uh, where was this? This was in um, New Orleans uh, at our at our meetup in March ish, I think it was uh, of last year. And we, a few of us got together, and we started talking about this, and we started getting into like all the complexity of having to make a separate code base. Like, 
if we wanted to share contacts, which you probably want to do between email and calendar, like we'd have to have all these hooks and whatnot because they're separate code bases and we have to have separate authentication. And so all the all the separate stuff and even billing would be like, why not just make this one thing? It's a bigger monolith, but it's actually a lot simpler yeah. to make it a single code base. You get all this stuff for free, all these integrations for free, all this data for free essentially because it's all in the same thing. So we made that decision in March after we'd already begun separating the code base. So we had to spend like some time for sure bringing it all back together into one thing. At that point, we realized that it would also just be simpler just to include it. Like, let's not make this a separate thing and do the whole clever $1. Especially thing for $1 just like, per customer. You know? Yeah, for $1. <laughs> I mean, there, there is like something about the, the yeah. novelty, which is fun in a sense, but it wasn't worth it yeah. in the end. Uh, and so we, we, we ultimately simplified significantly the business model and the product development by, by combining it into a single code base. And then so the point is, is that oftentimes things fall out of other decisions. So we were pretty much gung-ho making this a separate thing. I'm like, there'll be a lot of people out there in the world who don't want to use Hey Email, but want to use Hey Calendar and vice yeah. versa. So why should they be the same thing? But the thing is, you just don't need to use the thing that you don't want to use. If you don't yeah. want to use the calendar, don't use the calendar. It's fine. But it just makes everything else easier. Was there ever a point where you felt like, you know, like Basecamp has a calendar, right? And I know that's sort of like a classic case study kind for of. you guys around like, how do we make like a simple six week calendar? Because a calendar is is traditionally a, a big project. But was there ever any yeah. thinking into like, well, is there a six week calendar we can put in? Hey, and then we can improve that with another six weeks, then add a new feature mm. in another six weeks. There wasn't for this thing. We built calendars in the past. We built an incredible calendar in 2007 in Backpack. We built a Basecamp cal calendar for Basecamp 2. Calendars are really hard to do, mm -hmm. actually. Uh, if you're going to really make a calendar that's... Let me let me step back. There, there's, there's a line in the sand. If you cross over that line, you pretty much have to go all in. So the Basecamp schedule which is a it's, it's a feature in Basecamp. it's a very very it's basically a month view with dots if there's anything on a month in an agenda view down below it's not a calendar like you can't drag things between yeah. days you, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can't do right it's mostly just like there's some stuff coming up i want to see it on a calendar like grid but it's not a calendar and the expectation is not that it's a calendar if you go beyond that and you break through that expectation you have to deliver a yeah. lot there has to be a certain degree of fidelity to be able to drag things, you know, all the things you need to be able to do. Um, when you have actually a grid with events on it, like it just gets hard. It's really hard. I mean, you, you know, like how hard it is to render this stuff well uh, and then have interactions that are that are good and have it make it fast and performance and all the things. So there was not a six week version of this in, in Hey Email because then it wouldn't have been a calendar. It would have been like a way to display dates but that would have felt wrong in this product. It feels right in Basecamp because Basecamp is a collection of separate, specialized, simplified yeah. tools. It would have been imbalanced. Like you'd have this really advanced email system and then this like really just basically a stub of a calendar it wouldn't yeah. feel right. When you guys build yeah. features for things, um, you talk a lot about how important it is to have a budget. You know, like you do everything based on a budget. We don't want to spend more than six weeks on this thing, or at least we're going to like allocate that amount of time because we, we can't just let it drag on forever. Things don't just automatically deserve to drag on forever because that's how long they're going to take to get done. Right. 
how do you think about that concept when it comes to building something like the Hay Calendar? Like you, you said you kicked this off in January. And I'd be curious about more details about that. Maybe we can talk about that next. Um, but when you decided we want to build a calendar, how much were you willing to spend on it? You know, resources and time-wise. Uh, I'm looking. I'm actually looking back at the uh, at the original post I, I put together. <laughs> this is back back in January uh, on January 12th. Um, I don't think we talked about how long we thought it would take um, initially. When we start something new like this, we knew we were going to do it. So this wasn't like, um, are we going to do it? Like, do we have to explore it? to get to a place where we feel confident that we're mm-hmm. going to do it at all. We knew we were going to do it. But we didn't know how long it was necessarily going to take. We knew it would take probably at least a year. Okay. So there's this like at least a year yeah. in our sure. minds. Um, and as we got into it, uh, we started exploring it and got into it and had some ideas. And you know, and then around mid-year, I, was, I should have really kind of brushed up on this. Um, but, you know, around mid-year... Uh, we're like, we're, we should, this is going to happen. Let's put some more people on it. So, you know, we're putting some more people on it. So the team's getting a little bit larger. Originally the team was just two Mm -hmm. people. Uh, And then we had another team come in and then another team come in. Um, again, so basically like six people roughly. And then again, like we kept going and kept going. And then it was, came around in October. We're like, we're just going to do this. This is like, we see a delivery date or a launch date around the corner because it's been handed to us. It's a new year. We can do this. We're far enough along that we can do this by January. Um, but it, we didn't start in January saying a year from now, we're going to have no, a calendar. Yeah. We just didn't start that way. But we just kind of did have a sense of how long it should roughly take to do well or some version of yeah. it. Should, should take to do well. Because there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of stuff in it that didn't make the cut and uh, that we'd like to have in there that isn't there. And we'll, we'll get to some yeah. of that later. But um, well, the other thing I will say, though, I thought we would probably get to this at some point, but I'll just jump in. And I, I've been meaning to write about this because we don't follow the exact same shape up process when we build mm-hmm. new products. Um, shape up is wonderful for maintaining and improving existing products. Like Basecamp is 100% in on ShapeUp and Hey Email is 100% in on ShapeUp. But when we build a new product, um, it's more about continuous development. But we still have the six-week mentality because we have a six-week cycle going on across the whole company. Yeah. across all. The, so so that's, that cadence is still going. But what we don't do is we don't do cooldowns. And we also don't really time things out or scope thing. There's more feeling of like, let's just finish as much stuff as we can versus like, let's assign appetites to each thing. So normally when we're doing a, let's say a base camp cycle, which we just kicked off uh, Monday, you know, it's like, this is going to be, we're giving this three weeks, we're giving this two weeks, this is a full six week or whatever. There's a lot of things in the Hey calendar where we're just like, if we can build this in a day and a half, let's just go. And let's, then what's the next thing? We, well, we've got a long list of things in our, in our head. Let's just go to the next one and go to that. It's more like fitting Tetris mm-hmm. blocks together yep. in a sense where we don't want to have any gaps between anything. Yeah. So we don't want something to go too long because we said it, we should give it two weeks. Like, no, no, let's get this done in four days if we can. Um, and let's not QA everything off the bat. Let, let's not go through the traditional process. Let's jam as much stuff in as we can in six weeks um, and kind of figure it out as we go versus prepare pitches for everything that's going to happen over the next six weeks. So it is a very different approach, even though a lot of the fundamentals yeah. are the same. 
Um, so that's kind of how we do it. Okay. And actually, what we're sort of doing near the end is thinking about this on a month-to-month -month basis. So like on September 5th in Basecamp, I posted a message to the Heyday project. We called this thing, the code name yep. was Heyday. Um, it just says September. And I'm not going to read this whole thing, but I'll say like, with a few months to go before launch, September's a critical month. Below, I'm laying out what I expect to be done by the end of the month. So here were the things, okay? All basic interactions with the two calendar views, grid and timeline, should be able to add events, interact with new events, change times, move events. All the fundamental basics need to be done this month. So we're not starting from scratch. They're there, but they're not all quite right. And there's some questions about how, but like we need to put that to bed by the end of this month because we can't be struggling with fundamentals yeah. beyond this period of time. Time tracking will be completed as shaped. So I actually shaped that one up completely. Mm -hmm. So here's the full idea. Here it is. We need to get this done this month. Um, habits as shaped. So we did time tracking and habits the same month in September. Finished both of those basically in September. Those were both shaped up mm -hmm. though. So which means like the full pitch was written. It was very clear what needed to happen. The interactions with the timeline and stuff and the, and the grid view were not shaped. It was just like, we all need to use our best judgment here and use the thing and understand what needs yeah, to be done, fair. right? And we're gonna be sent, right. Adding an ICS file via email to your Hey Calendar, desktop notifications and reminders as shaped and dues, which is ultimately what became um, sometime this week as shaped. So I'd shaped up four things that were very clear. And then there were two things, which is just like this grab bag of interactions and then this idea of um, subscribing to external mm -hmm. calendars, which was not shaped, but it was conceptually explained. That was like, we need to get that done this month. If we're gonna ship in January, we've gotta get this stuff done now. And then at the end of that month, I posted another one for October. October, here's the next batch of things. I think we need to get, make sure we're done by the end of this month if we wanna get this thing done yeah. by January. And then the last two months of the year, November and December, didn't have posts like that. Um, it was just like, We've got a limited time. We've got some holidays here. Let's just talk as frequently as we can and like work closely and just fill in all the gaps, as many gaps as we can. And also performance, 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 performance. We've got to make sure. this thing fast. That was also a thing, which is never shaped. It's just like, this has to be fast. Here's some slow spots. You know it's slow. I know it's slow. Let's look at the logs. Let's figure this out and just kind of keep hammering on that. Yeah. Makes sense. Is that helpful? Yeah, that is. That? That's really helpful. Okay. Some, something you kind of alluded to that I was like, planning to ask you about already, though, is like you said that there's things like the interactions and stuff like that, where a lot of that stuff, it's in there, but it's it, you wouldn't call it done. You know what I mean? Yes. So with a new product development, like how disciplined are you about like make being able to say this is done before you start on the next thing? Because I know generally you guys are pretty disciplined about that stuff. But if an interaction is at the point where like, if it was actually gonna go to customers, you'd probably keep working on it before moving on to something else. But in this case, because it's gonna take a long time, you sort of implied that you maybe get something that, yeah, this is like 70%, like we'll come back to this, I'm gonna jump over to this thing for a little while, which feels a little bit of a different workflow than what I've come to sort of understand uh, yeah. in terms of how you guys generally work. Here's how I described it, and then I'll, I'll get into more detail. So in, in, in the document I wrote up, it says, all basic interactions, blah, blah, blah. This needs to be rock solid smooth with confident interactions. We'll continue to polish any rough edges, but by month's end, there should be no frustrations or bad experiences at the root of basic calendar and event manipulation. That's what mm -hmm. I said. Now, 
this is all up for debate, judgment. You know, it, it, this is not, I didn't lay out the 17 things, right? Yeah. I, I'm putting faith in the team. Yeah. Um, which is like, we all need to have good judgment here. We all need to understand what the basic interactions are. And we should by this point. And you should be frustrated by these things that don't work. And I'm going to be frustrated by these things that don't work. But we're going to share little videos with each other when things don't work quite right or when they're expected to work right. And, and because a lot of these interactions touch each other, you're sort of bouncing between things. Like, I'm going to fix this up, but it broke that. So now I got to deal with this. And I fix this. And it fixed three other things at the same time. So I don't... We don't detail out specifics unless yeah. we bump into something that doesn't feel right. And then we'll typically record a video, a short video, six seconds, like, and then just like, hey, this, you know, this is just janky. Like, this is too janky. Or yeah. like, I did this and this happened. Or I hit, I tabbed into a field, like this just happened a few days ago. So like, I started making an event at 5 p.m. So I say 5 p.m. Then I tab and I hit six. I, the system should know that means 6 p.m. Sure. It wasn't. It, it thinks it's 6 a.m. for whatever reason. And yeah, it, it's yeah, like, yeah. ugh, that's the kind of stuff. And so you don't like, I might log a bug. I might like, we use the card table inside Basecamp mm -hmm. to log individual things. But to me, it's not a bug. It's actually a conversation. Like this needs to be smart enough to understand what someone wants yeah. to do. Um, let's make that work. You know, so yeah. it's a lot of these little small conversations and they just kind of add up and pile up. At the end of the day, there are still things that aren't quite right, but there are enough things that are very right that are common. It's like if you have uncommon things that aren't quite right, we can live with that. I don't want to hold up launch. But if you have common things that aren't quite right that you keep bumping into that are fundamental, that's mm -hmm. going to be a problem. So that's kind of how we tend to think of these things. And again, this is a bit like yeah. it's, it's a bit amorphous and it's hard to really... No, that's helpful. That's helpful. Like the example you gave of the 6 p.m. thing, like that definitely is is easy to understand as like an a fidelity thing that could not have been anticipated in a pitch. You know what I mean? It's like it's not until I actually try to make an event and something goes weird and I almost have to step back and think like, wait a minute, like why did that feel like it sucked? And right. you have to sort of reverse engineer, oh, it's because it did this and 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 whatever. Yeah, another good example of this actually just came up, which we hadn't even anticipated. Um, and I'm okay with I'm okay with this shipping, even though it's busted in a sense, because it's rare. And again, like we'll fix it. You know, now mm -hmm. we know we can fix it fast. Okay. Yeah. Um, the issue is this. So we have this feature called you know, we have time tracking. And if you forget to turn the timer, so someone started a time tracking thing at like 9 p.m. or something. Yeah. Like I don't remember what time it was. They a customer reported this. I don't remember what time they started, but they started it and they forgot to turn it off. So uh, the next morning they came back and they go, oh my God, this is still running. So they turned it off and we have a, a way to adjust the things manually. So like you can enter the times manually. The thing is that we don't have dates on the times because we never anticipated a time tracking event spanning a day. So if you say five, let's say 5.15 to 6.15, but you're on the next day when you make that correction, the 6.15 is not the previous Yesterday's day's 6.15. 615 yeah. It's like, and then there's no way to change the date. So actually his his event was like 28 hours long. Sure. When it should have been like, you know, an hour or whatever. Or 20, yeah. It was 25 hours long when it should have been an hour. So we're like, oh my God. Yeah, of course. Like, sorry, that that is stupid. That, that, that works that way. We just didn't anticipate needing dates in time tracking because it's, first of all, 
it seems overkill for 99% of the situations. But yeah. when this does happen, yeah, you, you need to be able, able to fix to it. it. So we didn't anticipate that. Had I even seen that five minutes before launch, we would have been like, oh, well, like we'll need to fix that later. Like we would not have said, hold up yeah. launch. Yeah, 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 like, yeah right? sure. It's important to, to figure out the things that can hold things up. We call them like red flags or I don't know, whatever, or showstoppers or, you know, whatever. Uh, there are things like that that exist, but you also have to be comfortable letting things out that just aren't quite right. Otherwise, things aren't ever going to get out. Yeah. And we felt like, again, you have to, you got to hold the whole thing in your head. Like, we really wanted to ship this on January 2nd. We felt like there was a lot of value in in that promotional value, um, spiritual value with the product and new year, like all the stuff people have in their heads about new years, new year habits, get a calendar straight, all the things. So that took precedence over some quality issues that may not have been the case had we decided to launch this in October and we could have like pushed it a week or two or three because it didn't really matter. So you've just got to weigh it all. Everything's a trade off. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'd be curious to like, we're kind of jumping around all over the place in sort of order here, but I would be curious to learn more about just like the very beginning of the project. Uh, I'm curious specifically about like how much sort of like R&D and prototyping had already been done before January, or maybe that's the thing that, that started in January. And what did like the early cycles look like in terms of like setting, you know, goals for like, we would like to get we'd like to be here by this point or we'd like to be here by this point especially when it's like really early on like like you said like you guys basically had to rip the whole thing apart in march and like bring it all back into the email service instead of as a, as a separate app you know so there's yeah. a lot of stuff that i know changes a lot in the sort of tumultuous early times of building a new thing so i'm just curious to learn more about like what that looked like what existed before the idea was brought to the team what didn't you know yeah a couple couple things by the way i I just went back to look at the base camp project it turns out in march march 14th 2023 Mm -hmm. i proposed that we should uh launch on january 1st 2024 so it wasn't actually in october it was actually in march um, that we said January 1st. Um, and, uh, and it turned out that that is what we ended up holding to, but we like got, like, it's easy to say that in March about like it is. almost it a year It sounds like ahead. you can literally do anything in that amount of time. Right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, next year. Yeah, of course. But we held to it actually turns out. Um, and we kind of reiterated how important that was. So I'm looking back also, here's some more decisions around this, which is interesting. In April, We announced that we're just internally, that we're just going to make this a personal calendar. So Mm -hmm. the original idea was to do, um, because we have a hey for domains feature, which allows you to have multiple users, that we're going to make a business calendar with like the ability to, to overlay different people's schedules on this view and find gaps and more collaborative features and whatnot. So that's what was the original idea. Uh, then back in April, I'm like, you know what? No. Let's focus on making a killer personal thing, which is the same process we had with Hey Email. Hey Email was originally going to be business email, yeah. and it became personal first. Then we launched the business version later. Same thing here. Let's fo- This is going to be hard enough to do, hard enough yeah. to pull off. Let's get back, tighten up, personal, right? So that was the decision in April. In June, and I'll get into some more specific sp- I'll backtrack in a second, but these are important dates for people to think about this. In On June 1st, we shipped 
the first internal beta of the calendar to staff. So that was in June. It sucked. Like it barely did anything. It was a mess. Intentionally, we knew this. We want to put this in front of us. We want to struggle through this as early as we can. The worst thing you can do is go, this isn't even good enough for us. Let's wait until we make it good enough for us. And then we're going to ship to customers a month later. No, no. We want to be in front of this as long as we can because we want to not like it. We want to not like it. So that happened in June. It was very bare bones. It hardly did anything. It didn't have habits, didn't have time tracking. It didn't have any of the novelties except the timeline. So the day view timeline was something I'd sketched out prior to beginning this project. I had this idea. And that was sort of the cornerstone of beginning to inject this thing with novelty. Like this had to have this novelty right from the start and the and the, the timeline, the horizontal view, which is mm-hmm. the most controversial view, I would say, um, was there from the beginning. So we spent a lot of time figuring that out and, and wandering through it. Like uh, it was a rough sketch, but to pull it off was very, very complicated. The other thing that was very, very complicated about getting, and we've been working on this for six months, was and originally we didn't think it was possible, was... Um, in the grid view, in the week view, every event has a height, and that height re- is relative to time, and yep. empty space is relative as well, and this has to work across the entire week. One of the benefits of separating the weeks from a month, we don't have a month view, is, is that each week can be its own height, and each week only needs to relate, each day only needs to relate to the other six days around it. Yep. Pulling that off, though, was incredibly hard. We initially did not have that. We initially just had things scrunched together. But we saw on the horizontal timeline that it was so nice to have... It was much easier to represent uh, time on the horizontal um, for a variety of different reasons. We had a lot more space. It was just easier to do um, than to pull it off on the other view. That For a long time, we didn't think it was possible. And we spent a long time nailing that. So that took like months and months to get that right. Up until the end, really. But yeah, by June, we had a very basic, poorly working calendar um, that really nobody was using. I was beginning to use it, and we were using it, but like no one trusted it. Sure. We didn't have any mobile apps. We hadn't even begun the mobile apps, really. Um, And at some point, you can't really use this stuff without that. Um, But then, so I would say June was really the, the in a sense, the beginning of the real development process to pull this, to turn this into a product. Before yeah. that, it was more exploration. So to your R&D point, gotcha. up until June, I would say it felt like R&D and it feels real once you actually put it in front of other people. Yeah. Was there anything at all um, before January? Like, I, I, correct Sketches. me if I'm wrong. Yeah, okay. Sketches. I know like on previous products, like I, re- I think I remember like David built like tons of hay, kind of just like in a corner by himself at the beginning, right? Before like yes. anyone else came on to to work on it. Let me let me get let me pull this up actually. I mean I'll hold this up to the screen. Um you know, I don't know. Um if if this is again, I know a lot of people won't be able to see this, right? But yeah. um let me just you might enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. Th- this is probably really reflective. This is no no uh, yeah, yeah, I can I can uh, see it you, well enough. I'll send you a few of these. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. was the first idea. Actually, mm-hmm. which was just today and tomorrow, um, and then the rest of the week down below. Okay, uh, and then I don't know what these things were right off the bat. <laughs> but but this they was, were a good idea at the time. Yeah, at the time, th- you know? this was this was created though on um, 
where's the date? Well, I'll, I can tell you that this this notebook was started in November. Oh no, 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 no. Um, so I don't want to waste time on this, but I'm okay. trying to figure out if there's a way to figure out what the date is. I'll, I'll have to look this. This was this is prior to uh, to January though. I, I am certain yeah. of that. Um, and then, so this is kind of fun here. Um, let me get again, get away from the. Um, ah, it's impossible to do upside down. Um, uh, let me show you. So so. Um, okay, so so we had this like this was like a idea for for time tracking that I had drawn up. Like okay. how to represent time tracking. And the idea was it was going to like draw this smudge across the top of the screen. And the 307 is like how much time has been tracked. And the, the line down is like the current time. Um, we had this other idea for a while that across the top of the timeline were these um, other days. And you could like quickly jump to the other days. This was based on like something that Southwest Airlines does really well, which is mm -hmm. like showing alternate days. Uh, this is all very, very early. Um stuff um this this was the first sketch of the um sometime this week concept which is like that block below and the idea here this actually is a fundamental idea the idea here was that um i should actually maybe do a post with all these sketches at some point the, the idea was that this was a fundamental insight actually that made the product different from the start that weeks should do something too that traditional calendars only have room for stuff in days. So you've got a grid basically and you have a day. Weeks have no room. There's nothing yeah, you can yeah, do in yeah, a week. Yeah, that's, I'm that's like, an interesting that's, way to think about it. I'm like, there's some there's something here, right? There's I think in, like next week I wanna do this, next week I wanna do that, or maybe I gotta do this next week, or there might be something. Like weeks should have spaces too. And that's mm -hmm. where the idea came from for the sometime this week block that lives below the current week. And since each week is its own independent unit, um, you, you then get this leverage to, 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 to create space for the week. Yeah. If you, if you just use, use the traditional grid and everything's you know, smashed into each other and you don't think of the weeks as much as you think of a month, you don't have room for that. Mm -hmm. So opening that up, separating the weeks gave us leverage. In fact, actually, what you'll see here is also, so not only do we have the, the um, this is the sometime this week, but yep. you see this, these scribbles above and below? Yeah. This became um, the idea for day labels. Okay. Originally, the idea was that you could just write notes in between weeks, like just paragraph of text if you wanted to. It was almost like a document. Yeah. That turned out not to be a good idea, actually, but but the idea was born for being able to write above a day. And so that's yeah. how that, that kind of happened. So anyway, that's cool. these were all things that were happening um, much earlier than... Um, here's another like quick example of... Um, this is like sometimes I do two ideas on one sheet, but this orange line is the first version of what we call the now line, which is yeah. always representing now, things like that. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. What was like the very first thing anyone did on this project? You know, like I, I feel like starting a brand new product is always kind of like, okay, you know, like, yeah. Open the laptop. All right. You know, uh, what is it that I'm going to do? You know? Yes. So where did you start? Yes. So it always starts with design. Mm -hmm. So Scott and I, Scott was the main designer on this project. Um, Scott and I have been working together for well over a decade. So we kind of just know how to do this. Um, I drew up a couple sketches and he mocked some stuff up in HTML. Uh, and we just started looking at it. 
So there was no project. There was you know nothing in GitHub. There was no code. It was just like let's make some design. Let's mm-hmm. make. Let's see if this. Let's play with some ideas. And we always start with novelty first again because if you don't begin there, you'll never get it in later. The idea is that try the most unusual, weirdest things when you have the most time because when it's crunch time, you're never going to be able to justify trying something weird. Sure. There's just no way to do it. So we tried all the weird stuff first. So it was just Scott and I for weeks, weeks on end, screwing around with some ideas, some UI ideas back and forth. And we were doing this just in pings and base camp back and forth, throwing stuff back and forth, maybe doing a screen share on Zoom here and there. Like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Some live tweaking and live riffing and whatnot. Um, at some point, um, there's enough formed up that I would bring David in and go, hey, David, let me show you this. You know, what do you think of this? And then he's like, oh, that's cool, or I don't like it, or I don't get it, whatever it would be. And then then he he sort of kicks off the code set. So he, he sort of began... I think he jumped in first on, on the code side. Um, when about would that have been? Um, I'd have to look at the GitHub repo, actually. Um, I don't have it open right now. Let me see if I can actually... Um, I don't want to, again, waste too much time here. All good. I I'll find this for you. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to yeah, yeah, dig yeah. for all, it right all now. All good. If you, had to, if you had to guess, you know, was it end of January? Was it beginning uh, of March? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was probably end of January um, because... Uh, maybe, no, you know, it was probably it was probably early February, actually. Okay. Where we really started to make something work, um, but we we don't start there. Yeah. Um, it was really starting with the UI and just messing around. Like, do we have something here at all? Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew we were going to make this, but does this direction have legs? Uh, and we don't need code for that. We just need design. And there's we want to actually try to look at this in, in HTML and CSS. But I mean, it doesn't. The things don't need to work. We can just like, yeah. put stuff in places to go. Yeah, yeah, that that could work. That's interesting. And we actually, you know, we have early designs that just go nowhere after you sit with them for three weeks. You're like this is actually a bad idea. This we thought it was good, but it's bad. So let's just mod, let's, you know, play around. Um, so something actually, something else I, I do want to add that's important is that we don't. Um, this is very different from how a lot of companies work. We don't look at like three versions of something. Uh, we only have one version of something always, and then just iterate from there. So there's not like, here's four or five different ways we could display this information. It's like, no, what's the best way we can come up with to display this information? And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, let's iterate from that point versus Mm -hmm. doing the work on five things and throwing four things out is a very inefficient way of of approaching things in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. Is Is there any like moments in those early days of a product where you find yourself sort of feeling any pressure to be like, okay, we got to like make a decision here and get, and get to the next thing, you know? Yes, but not, I, I try to guard that early, uh, because I want things to be really expansive, but you do, I mean, we've been doing this for a couple decades. So there's just like a built-in feeling of like when we need to get serious in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's kind of what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, it's rare that we would spend more than a month and a half, you know, six weeks, really, uh, six to eight weeks, let's say, exploring an idea. Uh, it's, it's too much time beyond yeah. that. If we can't get somewhere by then, we'll just have to start and get somewhere else. But uh, that's enough time. Yeah. yeah. Now, so if you, if you were going to like assign some sort of like a deliverable for the first cycle, you know, of the Hey calendar project, it would basically be like confidence. You know, <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. Yes. By the end of this cycle, 
we should feel confident with an initial direction. It does not need to be the final direction, mm-hmm. but we need to pick a direction and we need to go. Yeah. Knowing that we're going to change this almost certainly. Yeah. So that, that's mm-hmm. how we would approach that. I think that's actually a really nice way to put it. First cycle, confident in a direction. Yeah. 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 Right on. But, but also not putting it on. The thing is, is you got to be careful not to put yourself in this position where you are afraid in the early days of like making a decision because like now we're going to go and what if it's wrong? Well, it, it probably will be wrong or parts, but parts of it will probably be right. You know, that's the other thing. I, I don't like this um, in, in general, like, is this a good decision, a bad decision, right decision, wrong decision? Parts of it are good. Parts of it are bad. Parts of it are right. Parts of it are wrong. You know, you can salvage things from from things, even if yeah. like a handful of it's not right. But like there's something in this that's good, which is why we're always iterating off the good good stuff and not feeling like we need to get the whole thing right, because that's pretty intimidating, I would say. Yeah, I think it's like important to feel like I know what I want to do now, even though I also know a lot of it's going to change. You know, that that's a very different feeling from like, I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether yeah. it's, that's what you actually get at the end of the day or not, it's a very different feeling of like waking up and sitting down and being like, I know what I'm trying to get to, even if it means, even if it's not right, you know? Yeah. And I'm going to change it along the way. I, I, I Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff in, in any project where you're like, I know this is not how it's going to, finish it's not going to finish like this but we're fine with it for now like mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff where you're like we're fine with it for now let's move on to something else um and we're, we just know you have this institutional knowledge in a sense in a product when you're working on it and you're using it every day we're like this is not right we know this isn't final um, yeah. but but you know if you just get stuck in the details too long in too many places you don't make other progress we like to talk about surface area a lot so in the early days, uh, we try to cover a lot of surface area. Surface area meaning like we want to get a lot of different features going so we can see the, f- the form that this thing is taking. Yeah. And then we're going to come back and like tighten these things up as we go. Yeah, that kind of ties into the question I, I asked before about like what, what level of done are things before you're willing to work on something else? Because I know shape up, especially in the book, it's very explicit about talking about you want to like pick a scope and like do that a vertical slice you know what i mean you don't want to just do okay i'm going to design all the screens then i'm going to create all the database tables for the whole app then i'm going to create yeah. all the controllers for the whole app like you want to pick like a thing that someone needs to be able to do and make it so they can do it you know that's why shape up is a really good method for continuing or continuous product development and maintenance and improving existing products because you can say like the next six weeks, we're going to add this new feature to this product that exists. Yeah. And we're, that's all we have to do, you know, or that team, there might be four or five projects you do, but like that team is responsible for this thing over the next four weeks, six weeks, whatever it would be. Um, when you're making a new product from, from the, from the beginning, it's like, you just want surface area. So with shape up, you're like starting and finishing in that cycle. Early days in a new product, you're like putting stuff out there uh, and, and then you you come back later and sort of get those things right in a scoped period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And there's things we had, for example, we had a journal feature where you could actually just add notes to a day. It's like, it was kind of cool. The day would like flip and flip over and you'd have the back of the day and you can leave notes. We're going to add this down the road. We had it for a while. We pulled it out because it wasn't quite right. And we didn't want to spend any more time on it because it didn't really matter enough. 
And we knew that we wanted to give this a full six week cycle probably to really nail that. So when we add yeah. journaling, we want to get it really, really right. And so, you know what, let's just save that for post launch when we'll have the shape up cycle process in place and we can just make sure we will know that it'll be killer in four to six weeks, let's say, without uh, disrupting anything else, without yeah. taking our focus off anything else, I should say. Yeah. So some sense. stuff you just you just throw out, you, you, you kick the can essentially to, to a place where you can like sit down with the can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know we've got to wrap up pretty soon. So maybe just yep. last last question. Um, where is Hey Calendar at now in terms of the development process compared to uh, something like Hey? Like it's brand new, just came out like just just the other day. Is there still anything different about the development process for a product in this stage versus a really established product like Basecamp or yes. Hey for email? Yes. So for example, with Basecamp, we're doing, I don't know, four or five projects this cycle that are all shaped up to find Go. Uh, for, for for the Hey Calendar, uh, we're going to spend six weeks um, scrambling. Uh, so basically, uh, there's going to be bug reports. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff we missed. There's going to be things that are broken that we didn't know about. There's going to be performance issues, all the stuff. So you want to leave open space. And we're saying a cycle's worth of space to just deal mm -hmm. with what comes up. And then also we have some ideas for, like for example, we wanna get um, hey for domains, so custom domain support. Right now, custom domains don't have the calendar. We wanna get that in place. So we're working on that. There's a few other things. Um, we wanna be able to let you subscribe to your calendars via ICS. You can do this from outside, but you can't do it, subscribe to a hey calendar from another thing. We wanna get that in place. There's some stuff that we wanna get in place right after launch, which we're working on. Simultaneously, we're just we're, we're leaning back and letting stuff happen and then dealing, like plugging holes. That's a good plan for the first six weeks post-launch of any new thing. Yeah. Because you can't realistically put in motion new product development when you know you're gonna get barraged with customer feedback and problems and issues. So leave the room, we'll get to more regimented work the following cycle. Yeah, yeah. so after this one though, it's, uh, it's just good old fashioned shape up going forward. Yes, yes. And we're going to actually do this year. And I'm gonna, I should write all this stuff up because this is not documented well and it is a different process. Um, but the other thing we're going to try this year is we're going to try to cut the cooldown period from two weeks to one week. So we usually do two week cooldown between cycles. Mm -hmm. We're going to try and do one week and see how that shapes, uh, how that works this year. Um, so it's a little bit of another tweak we're going to be. Uh, and then there's a few other small things, but I, we'll, we should amend, we'll amend the book or write this up in some other places where we can talk about the slightly different experience for new product development and then post-product development, which is another great point that you brought up. Um, there is this transitional period. Yeah. Um, and then and then you go back to normal. Awesome, man. Well, so I think that's probably a good spot to wrap it. Uh, okay. Dude, thank you for coming on and chatting yeah. about this stuff. It's been a blast. And uh, I hope yeah. it's not abstract. I mean, I hope it's concrete enough that people, yeah. you know, get it. It's hard sometimes to talk about these things this way. But um, anyway, we'll see what people say. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks again Have for a good me. one, man. Yeah, of All course. Right. See ya. Thank you. See ya. Yep.